me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes, I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Okay, I am back and I'm deciding to tell my Philly story. First and foremost, never been to the East Coast in my life, okay? Haven't been to a ton of places, you know, mainly a few parts in Mexico, like five, six different parts in Mexico. Of course, Cali, only been maybe as high as Fresno once or twice. You know, of course, San Diego, all that Southern shit, LA, all that bullshit. Been up to Montana a few times. And I think then just to New Orleans. And I think that's about it outside Arizona and Nevada. So I haven't done a lot as much as I would like to. And, 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 and it's not because I didn't want to. It's because when I got time to leave town and do something, it's because I want to go visit my parents. You know, so I, I try to take as much, I try to utilize as much vacation, I'll say vacation in quotes, time as much as I can so I can see my parents. That's that's really matters to me first and foremost and my, and my sister and my nephew. So that's really the biggest reason why. Although I am going to Hawaii in a couple months. <laughs> I'll go into that another time. I fucking can't wait. Um, but uh, but yeah, never been to the East Coast in my life. I've always wanted to venture over there. Uh, you know, especially New York. Uh, you know, being a photographer and everything, and just in general, Philly definitely was a spot that I wouldn't mind going. So much history there, and I was originally, you know, as I as I mentioned before. I was originally scheduled to go to Columbus, Ohio for the good guys. So instead, went to Nationals in Philadelphia. So super excited. Now, a couple things I wasn't excited about. One is a four and a half hour, almost five hour plane ride. All right. I... The New Orleans is the is the furthest one, which was three hours, and I was uh, I was kind of biting at the bit a little bit. I was like, oh shit, you know. I I mean no, I, not a little bit. I was Montana two hours was fucking was almost my limit, and three hours was past my limit, but I held on, and I'm thinking four and a half to five, fuck. But you know you got to do what you got to do sometimes, and I was looking forward to it, but oh fuck. And it was a nonstop, which is good. And so I was thinking, all right. Um, so during all this time, I had to fucking order so much shit for preparation for my trip. You know, more batteries, um, the lav mic. Uh, I had to order a new tripod. I had to order more, another SD card. I had to... I mean, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, oh, I don't have my list on with me here. Just a just a bunch of shit. Okay, just a bunch of shit. And and it was just money, 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 money. You know, I had to reserve a car. But yeah, man, battery here, battery there, lav mic, lav belt. SD card. Oh, external drive so I can offload my footage on something and not load up my cards. And again, tripod. Just I was like, holy shit. So it was a lot of prepping, but I knew I wanted to be over prepared. I wanted to take my laptop with me because if I'm going to be going for that long on a on a plane ride, I want to utilize my time, as I mentioned. That's me. If I have free time, I want to be productive. I want to be able to use it and working and doing something, not watching fucking movies and shit. As much as I am, I'm a film guy. You guys know that. But I want to work on my shit, you know? So I thought, well, maybe I could, you know. I had that plan, taking my laptop with me onto the plane. 
And and anyway, so everything finally arrived. I had to recharge. I had to charge all the batteries. Make sure you know I put a checklist down. Uh, I didn't know how to how to run a lab, but my buddy Tad knows how to. So he and I FaceTimed and kind of went over a few things, and he gave me a crash course on it. Pretty simple. Thankfully, he did. Told me I should buy a couple locks for the uh, because I had to buy a hard case. That's another thing. I had to buy a hard case for my camera equipment. Like a Pelican case, by the way, Harbor Freight has those motherfuckers that are kind of like a Pelican case, but half the price. This one cost me a hundred fucking bucks and it's a roller. Holy shit. I was able to fit three lenses in there, two camera bodies, the Ronin battery and the chargers because I had to take the Ronin too. So the whole thing, I'm trying, I'm packing, I'm I'm getting shit ready all fucking week. And at the same time, I'm designing his ad that we have to have done. So for the magazines and all this shit. So it was, it was just back to back on top of all the other work I had to do. So really, really just nonstop. I mean, working, literally working, you know, get up in the morning to go work out at work out, uh, get up at five in the morning to go hit the gym, get back home and start working by eight o'clock and at least work till around five 30 and then take about a 30 minute fucking decompress and then work on other shit till about nine. And it's been like that for, I don't know, a month or two. It still is, honestly. But this was, you know, we we were on a time, time limit deadline. And and so finally I got everything. Fucking everything arrived. I got everything. I got everything prepped. I got the fucking batteries. And Tad got, got my shit. Packed my fucking clothes. And here's the thing. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do a check bag. I don't want to do a check bag. So I, I'm not going to check my camera equipment. I originally, I thought I was going to because it's in a Pelican case. And Tad's like, I never fucking check my, my camera equipment, man. That shit always goes with me. He goes, you never know. They treat that shit like the way they do. And you never know if they want to get into that. So I was like, you know what? You're right. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's two carry-ons then, right? So carry on my backpack with all my other stuff, other, you know, my hard drive. I fucking had to shove my Ronin in there. That wasn't easy. And Mike and Tascam. So there's my two things. I'm ready. But I still need clothes. And I don't have fucking room. So what happens? I have to fucking take an extra bag to check. Not happy. I had a suitcase. I figured it'd fit all in there. Because I needed to fit all my clothes in there for the, you know, four or five days, I guess. And I had to try to fit my Gorilla Pod in there. And I had to fit my regular tripod in there. Luckily, it gets down pretty small. But that fucking case, the suitcase wasn't big enough. So I had to go another size larger. I was bummed. And here's another reason why. Because I'm like, okay, I, I can't take my camera. I mean, my uh, my laptop bag. I forgot where I was. I had to pause for a second. Uh, yeah, so I figured I'm not going to take my laptop bag because it's... There's, it's too big, but I'll take my laptop. I have a side pocket in my backpack for that. I go to, I zip it, I go put it in there. That motherfucker ain't gonna fit. Hell no. My laptop is a 17 or 18 inch. And I know, but I need it for editing and stuff. So the only fucking thing that's gonna go in there is like a 15, maybe. And, and it wasn't gonna fit in there. And so I kinda, instead of going... Like vertically, I try to put it in horizontally and half the fucking thing's sticking out. And so I was kind of trying to move it around to see how it well it would work with it, and you know, sticking out like that. But it would just fall out easily and I didn't want to break it. So then I said, well, fuck, I'm going to have to put it in the goddamn bag, uh, the laptop bag and put it in the suitcase. And I was fucking scared and concerned about that because the way they throw that shit around, you know. And, and there's not any cushion in those things. And I have to take it. I have to take it because I have to download, offload all my, my camera stuff on there, my footage. In, in all honesty, I, I, after being there, I, I could have just used the other cards that I had. I just, I really didn't know how much footage I was going to have. I thought I was going to fucking pack up all my cards. And 
No, I ended up just dumping them and using the same ones over and over again. But I think I have six cards. So I could have just probably used them all and then dumped them here. But anyways, I was thinking, fuck, I got to take my shit. Plus, I wanted to do some work on the on the, on the the phone. On the phone. <laughs> I got to do some work on the phone. I had to do some work on the plane. You know, I'm like, fuck, I need to do some work on the plane. So finally, it comes down to the point where I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to fuck. And this is the night before I got to fly. It's already like uh, eight o'clock. I got to get up at 430 because my fucking plane is leaving at. What was it? Seven o'clock. I got to get up at 430 so I can get ready and be at the airport at least an hour early or so. Especially now that I have to check a bag. So it's fucking late. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to do. I got to still eat dinner, all that shit. So finally, it's like, I got to get a bigger bag. So I had to get a bigger fucking suitcase, pack all the fuck clothes in there. I put the I put the tripod in there. I put the, the clothes in there. Then I put my bag in there, put the other clothes on there to give it some cushion. That's it. And put my GoPro, uh, my Gorilla Pod in there. For vlogging, because that was my whole goal, is vlogging also. You know, I want to vlog. Spoiler alert, I never fucking used the goddamn Gorilla Pod. I ended up just using the Osmo. It's fine, but the fucking fact of the matter is, I was stressing about it, and I wish I could have used the regular cameras, but it's hard when you're by yourself, and I'm not going to be recording myself on a fucking plane. I feel like a goddamn fool, even though I should do it anyway. Anyways, so I, everything's finally fit in there. Everything's ready to go. Cool. The only thing is, is I'm still worried about the laptop, but whatever. I luckily go ahead and, you know, sign in or whatever the fuck they call it online. I get to the airport finally. Um, I got somebody that gives me a ride up there, not an Uber. You know, she gave me a ride up there and she walked up there with me. And um, and so I went ahead and checked my bag. Ugh. But... I when I was checking, I was like, when my laptop is in there, am I able to like, is the laptop got to be completely in there? Or can I actually kind of carry my laptop? And she's like, No, you can, you can kind of carry it as long as you have it in the bag part, but you can kind of carry it. I was so close, so close to being like, let's try it. But you know how one person will tell you something, another person will tell you another and then you go there and you get like the one asshole that doesn't allow you, you know? So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to have to go without it. So I'm trying to figure out, I got to do something. I just can't watch. I mean, yeah, I could catch up with a couple of shows and this and that, but I don't want to do that. I want to be productive. I want to do something worth my time. So anyway, so I ended up having to fucking have the, the laptop go in that bag. And I'm worried about it because, again, they throw that shit around, you know? They don't give a fuck. And, uh, and luckily, I went through that airport was so easy. Just I, I checked my shit. It was quick. Uh, went through security after we got there. She had to stay back, of course. Went through security. Went pretty quick through that. God, what a fucking process that shit is. And then waited. And then I think I waited for about 10 or 15 minutes before they started boarding. So it was great. And then I get on and I get the aisle seat because I checked. I, I love the window seat, but I ended up getting the aisle seat because I'm a little bit a little bit wider than 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 most people. And then if I need to get up or something like that, it's easy for me. So I ended up sitting there and I brought my bag because I, I so I, I bring my camera uh, case and my backpack. And I set the backpack underneath my seat. And then, uh, of course, I put the other one in the overhead. And then the plane's getting ready to take off. Everything's going, getting ready to go. And we're pretty much ready to leave. No, it's not bad. Nobody's fucking sitting next to me. I have the entire fucking row to myself. The entire row. I don't know. I don't fly in planes enough to know whether I could just fucking sprawl across all three of those fuckers or what. But it was nice to be able to grab my backpack, put it on the seat. At that point, I was like, the, 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 the damn fucking uh, trays that come down, those things are tiny. Those things are about the size of a 13-inch or 15-inch laptop. There's no way I could have fit my laptop on there. There's no way. But because I had three seats, I could have just put it on the middle seat and used mine as the as the <laughs> as the mouse. But anyways, yeah, 
I had my all seats available to me and to me only. And it was fucking fantastic. I couldn't believe it. How it was just so good. I was so happy about that. So yeah, the trip weather was nice. I I ended up create I ended up writing out the shot list for the video that we had planned to shoot that Thursday, that next that that Thursday morning. And luckily I did, man. Because I hadn't I hadn't uh, wrote it out yet. So I actually I figured, well, fuck it, I'm gonna write it out. So I wrote that out. It took me a while. I ended up, they got me for 25 bucks because I want to be online because I wanted to do as much as I can, you know, checking things and and trying to do as much work as I could. Not that you could do a lot on the phone, but, you know, was writing some, you know, writing and and uh, and creating certain lists and again, the shot list. And then I thought, and then I, and then I was, I thought, well, YouTube, because I'll watch I watched like Peter McGinnon and stuff like that that helped me learn more shit. So, you know, that's kind of kind of work as well. So I started doing that. And yeah, before I knew it, I was we were already landing. And I was like, holy shit, we're landing in Philly. Fucking crazy, man. And sure enough, end up landing. And you know, I'm look, I'm trying to look out the window. I, I kind of go there and I'm I'm trying to vlog as much as I can. Not easy, but I did. And I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm going to release it or not. I do want to, but it's so much of me talking and I love B-roll, but it's so hard to do B-roll with that Osmo, honestly. I just love, I love the the B-roll from the camera, from the Canon, you know? And I don't know if you guys, I mean, I don't know. I might just do it anyway, but anyways, fucking finally land Felix and Felix in Philly. And, uh, and yeah, it was a nice airport. As soon as you get off, there's bars there and everything. And it's fucking like, Everywhere I'm thinking, oh shit, this is not so bad. Until, until you pass the part where you're not allowed to turn back. And that fucking airport turns to dog shit. It's dirty. I walk past that, it smells like piss everywhere. It's fucking surreal. <laughs> but you know, it's old. It's the East Coast, right? It's old. And finally, and I got a rental car. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go get my luggage, my, my bag, which took fucking 20 fucking minutes to get. And I finally get it, and I'm like, okay, shuttle. And I'm like, looking, there's no fucking signs, and there's no directions really anywhere. As the whole time I'm looking, I'm like, okay. Finally, the bag comes. I go check with this lady that deals with, I think, rentals or some shit like that. And I'm like, uh, rental car, is it off site? Do I gotta go get a shuttle? She goes, yep, shuttle's back there. So I, I guess Phoenix has the same way, but I'm, you know, all the other port airports that, I, not that I've been to many, but the ones that I have been to. All the rental cars are inside the airport. Well, no, I got to get a shuttle for this one. I'm like, fuck, man. So then I have to go out, wait for the shuttle. There's another 10 or 15 minutes to wait for the shuttle. Finally, oh, oh, so I'm there. I'm like, oh, cool, finally. I get on it. I'm like, cool. This other guy gets on it. I follow him. There's a group of us. This guy gets on it. I'm like, oh, cool. So I pack, I put my shit up there. I'm like, all right. And I said, this one's going to budget, right? And he goes, no, I don't think so. This one's going to Nation uh, nation and, and uh, Car Enterprise and something else. And I was like, really? He goes, well, they might stop at budget. So I, I get up, I ask the driver, I'm like, because hey, it's the size of a, an actual bus. I get up, I'm like, hey, you're not stopping my budget, are you? He goes, no, Avis, and Avis is doing. He goes, no, the budget was right there. And I'm like, oh, shit. He goes, I could drop you off at Avis and you can walk over there, which actually what I realized it was right there. It was exactly right there, but I didn't know. So I was like, oh shit. So I grabbed my shit. I hurried up and got to the fucking budget rental one and and got on the right one. That is about a third of the fucking size of the one I was at. And it's fucking packed. I mean, standing room only. <laughs> but whatever. As long as we're going. And then it was like, yeah, we got more. Like, yeah, pick them up. You know, like dumb and dumber. And more people start packing in there. I'm like, holy shit. So finally we get in. I finally get to the fucking rental car place after, you know, uh, I don't know how long we drove for. It's not that far, but picking up and all that shit. So finally I get there and I, I get there and, and then I get the new lady. So it takes fucking forever for me to be able to get my car, my my car. Uh, I mean, it takes a while. My first cards decline. My second cards fucking decline. Finally, my third card. Luckily, I had a third credit card. And that fucking, that went through. I'm like, oh shit. 
But it was weird because I was like, I, I paid for this, you know, a month ago, a month and a half ago. And it said, you know, so I was like, why the fuck? But the reason why I didn't question it is I said, well, we need to have a $200 deposit. When you bring the car back, you'll get that $200 deposit back. So I thought, oh, they might have tried to run it past because the car that I ran it on was it has the smallest limit because I don't I didn't want to go too high. So I thought, oh, maybe that's why. So I put it on another card. And then as I'm getting ready, you know, I'm, I'm looking because I'm like, fuck, where do I got to go? It's 102 miles where I got to go. So I'm not even in Philly at this point. I knew it was going to be away from Philly, but I didn't know it was going to be an hour and 45 minutes out of Philly. So I was kind of bummed about that because I wanted to really explore Philly. So while I'm looking at, I'm looking at my, I'm like, why did my cards, like they, they're charging me twice. Like, you know, one that I already paid that I already posted and then they charge my other card. And I'm like, huh. But I'm not going to worry about it right now because it's still pending. I thought maybe when I come back and return the vehicle that the charge on that last card will go away and they'll just keep it on my, you know, original one, whatever. But yeah, I type in everything up. I go, I type in everything and it's pretty easy to get out. I at least, you know, I got in at three and man, that fucking drive was so beautiful. I had no idea it was that green over there. And I was on the turnpike. I, I just, I was in disbelief. Two lanes, which is crazy because there's so much traffic and semis. Oh my. Uh, and it was shit that I've only seen on television. And I didn't never realize how beautiful it really is. It, I, 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 was, I was dumbfounded by the lush and the green and... I mean, barns and silos, like shit that you see, you know, in Smallville <laughs> show, you know. Uh, but it's shit that you just see on television. It, it just, I was just like, wow, what great stuff to film. And I'm kind of in a hurry, you know, and I'm looking at the map at the same time. But I was really trying to enjoy all everything around me. I just have never seen anything like that. And it was, I mean, it was so fucking green. Every bit of that place was green. There was everything, everything. It was sunny. It was, I couldn't believe it. It was fucking insanity. And and the, and, the, and I, got, I got a little Toyota RAV4. I'm not a Toyota fan. I fucking hate Toyotas and I hate Lexus. And I also not a fan of Nissans or Infinities, but especially Toyotas and Lexus. But... Uh, it wasn't bad. It was a RAV4 and actually turned out to be pretty convenient. It was nice. It was very fuel, uh, uh, you know, uh, the economy, uh, uh, the economy, fuel economy on it was fantastic. Nice touchscreen because I don't have that in my truck. But that was definitely nice. I see why people get that shit because it really is fucking quite helpful. I'm still not going to fucking go into depth or something like that, but it was quite helpful. But it was great. It was very, it, you know, it was a hatchback, basically a little SUV that I could put all my shit in there. Very convenient. And yeah, it was a nice drive. I just plugged my shit up to the Toyota play, which was serious and and went and just fucking wasn't on everything. And finally got to the hotel, which was good. Uh, I got to the hotel and unpacked all my shit. And wanted it. I was starving, so I wanted something to eat and a beer. And there happened to be a fucking place right in the parking lot. I didn't know it was in the parking lot. I drove there, Marzoni's, and I thought maybe it was a uh, it was an Applebee's type of thing, but East Coast style. I didn't give a shit. The food was fucking unreal. I uh, first time there was crab cake. It, the pilaf. I don't like pilaf rice. That pilaf rice was fuck one of the worst, the worst I ever had. But the Crab cake with, it's like homemade tartar sauce. Holy shit. It was fucking on point. I had a pale ale and a stout, and it was magnificent. Fantastic. And it was so good. And then uh, Rick hit me up, and he's like, hey, I'm heading over to the hotel because we are going to go shoot that night, which, you know, we did. But I had never met Rick before. And, um, and I'm like, yeah, man. So he's like, hey, I pulled up. So... I went down. I met Rick for the first time. Super fucking cool guy. We get along great. Did talked, and he's like, "Well, you ready to go to the, you know, met up to exchange the, you know, uh, kisses, swaps, you know, uh, exchanged, just 
uh, I'm forgetting the word for it, you know, handshakes, all that shit. And it was good. And uh, and he goes, you ready to go to the fairgrounds? I got the car ready to go. I'm like, hell yeah. And he goes, it's not far from here. It's like maybe 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, cool. And so we took separate cars and finally got there, stopped by the gas station real quick, grabbed a couple bangs, and then went there and set up and shot this fucking, hopefully it looks so fucking good. I can't wait to look at it. But the car inside the trailer, and it's night, right? So it's it, nightfall's coming. Inside the trailer, backing it up, the lights turning on and hearing the sound. Holy shit. So yeah, I got there, started working, and it was so fucking cool to be, to have the whole fairgrounds by ourselves and to be able to do this shot. And I was just excited about it. Met his other two helpers that were super nice people as well. It's a, a, a married couple, Bobby and Tim. And no, then they're not gay. Bobby is as a chick. Um, and it was, it was, it was cool. So yeah, I didn't get back. I didn't get back to the hotel, I think about nine that night or 10 o'clock that night and had to get up about 5.30 to go fucking do the car video. And I hadn't met Sabina yet. And I'm running way over fucking time, guys. I'm sorry. This took way longer than I expected. That's why I'm just trying to hurry now. And um, plus I got shit that I got to do. Um, hold on. So, uh, so yeah, so I had a, you know, basically went to bed and, you know, the time difference doesn't, I don't know, doesn't affect me. People say that whole thing that your body has to adjust. I, I didn't feel that at all. I just thought to me, I'm just like, I was just, the thing, the thing that was weird was that the sun is going down so fucking late there it was 8 30 and it was and the sun was still up uh it was that was a weird thing to me but i didn't feel any difference not even when i'm back so i don't know I, 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 maybe it's a first time thing maybe the next time it'll be different i have no idea and uh but yeah hotel room was nice i you know a little kitchenette in there and everything so that was fucking great and of course, as I always do, I get into that hotel and I turn that fucking shit down as low as possible. And yeah, it was great. So woke up the next day. Oh, little man's coming. Hi, little man. I don't know if he wants to go out or not. Let me see. You want to go out? Want to go out? Come on. What, outside? What's, what's that raspy? Come on. What's that? Okay, I had to give little man food and he did his normal thing of waiting to get fed, his bowl getting food in there, and then he runs outside. Always such a nice little guy. So anyways, yeah, um, man, I should have just waited for this one. Maybe I'll cut it. Um, excuse me. So, so anyways, I uh, get up because it's got free breakfast you can't hate that and again it's it's a nice little it's a nice little room it really is i go down i skip my breakfast and i see uh, this girl there who i figure is sabina down there and finally get to meet her for the first time i actually i didn't even talk to her so this is like just a first anything and end up talking to her i was like hey you sabina she's like yeah i'm like hey i'm jose and she's like no nice to meet you super nice it was fun we had some breakfast and um she wasn't too sure how to get to there. So I said, well, you know, we're leaving because we were leaving at 645 or we we're meeting at 645 in the lobby. And so I said, well, you can follow me if you want. She goes, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and I said, yeah. So um, so, yeah, she followed me down to this is Thursday morning and she followed me down and Rick already had the car set up in the spot that we actually. So that night, that's why I, I also so I also also took a little bit longer um for us to get home on Wednesday night because we did some uh scout lo scouting some locations around that that area to shoot this video that we wanted to do which was kind of like a 30 second commercial well it is a 30 second commercial but uh we wanted a good spot for it and I wrote this thing not really knowing the spot but hoping it would work out so where we're at is like 115 acres now we're not exploring every single little part but we wanted to get like a really a few good spots plus he took me around like 
where the stage is and where the barn are, barn is and stuff like that um, to kind of get familiar with the area a little bit. And so we did some scouting locations and finally found we found one that was good. Then we found another one that was great. And then we found the last one, which was perfect. And we figured, OK, that's our go to. But if we can't, we'll film elsewhere because it's in a different part and it might you know, it might be somewhere where we can't film, you know, because it's kind of separated by fence um, from the rest of the area. And uh, but Rick ended up talking to the guy that Thursday morning and he's like, oh, yeah, you could shoot here all you want. No big deal. So when I got there, he already they already had the car set up, ready to go. And I was like, hell yes. So luckily, like I said, so Sabina met Rick for the first time as well. So all of us were just kind of talking and get to know each other a little bit. And then finally, I got my shot list. I broke out the book and I said, okay, this is what I'm thinking we're doing because I wanted to get this shit moving, especially while it's early. Sun is still nice. Shadows are soft. And, you know, and before it gets too fucking hot. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, we were there way longer than expected. I think we were probably, I imagine we started shooting 7.30, possibly even 8 o'clock. I think we finally got done at one. Now, a few reasons because of that were uh, the shot list went really good. I, I'm so I was so happy I wrote the fucking shot list. I was that saved so much time, and and the shots. I mean, I still actually haven't even looked at them because I just haven't had time. I plan on doing that tomorrow, maybe a little bit tonight after the podcast, uh, but. I think what I what I could see came out really good. I was really I've been happy with it so far, but I'm always nervous that it's, it looks good, but probably not as good as I think it is. But I don't know. I got a lot of shit, a lot of shit. So we decided to shoot Sabina's parts first. So she's not out in the sun as much. And, you know, she doesn't have to get fucking roasted and shit. And B-roll takes longer than you realize because you take so much of it and so many different views and. So I figured we're going to save the B-roll for after. I just want to shoot the parts that we need right now with, with her, the car, and everything. And we actually went through that pretty quick. Uh, the last, not the last half, but the last third of it, maybe the last quarter of it, is what went a little bit slower because I was doing a couple different angles. But it went good. It went smooth. And really what took the longest were B-roll. Because I did regular B-roll at 60 frames per second did B-roll at 120 frames per second. And then I did B-roll both 120 and 60, but vertical for maybe shorts on the on YouTube because now you have to also do vertical. And I just had realized that. But I think I got some really good shit. I, had, I got so much footage. I got burnt pretty bad, but shockingly enough, the sun there versus here. If I would have been out there for that long, like I was out... I, if I would have been out here, like I was out there, I'd have been fucking third degree burns probably. Cause I've, I did take, I did take my, my, uh, sunscreen. And of course I forget to fucking put it on till about two hours left of the shoot, like a goddamn idiot. But I think I, I, the way we shot it and what we did, I think is going to be good. So I can't wait. I just have so much to fucking look through. I mean, so much to look through. But I I'm very excited about it, uh, and and she, and Sabina did a great job. She really flips that switch on when she's got to be on camera to do certain things. The car. So I forgot to mention because I hadn't seen the car yet. Right. That Wednesday, I forgot to even say when I got there, he turned on the lights to the trailer and he's like, "You want to see the car?" Because it was you know it's all closed up. I'm like, "Yeah." He turned on the lights. I look. I fucking got goosebumps. I was like, holy shit. You could check it, you could check it out on my IG. It it's perfect. It's so beautiful. I mean, a Hellcat red eye chassis, engine, interior, everything, with a 1968 style charger body on top of it. Not to make it look like the original but to make it a modern form of it and it was I, I couldn't believe it the color the way it looked I mean Rick is a perfectionist and it showed and it came out 
so perfect. I was fucking blown away by it. And then seeing it in the sun, it, I mean, no matter what I do with it, it's not going to look as good as if you saw it in person. It was absolutely incredible. So we got to shoot that and I just loved every bit of it because for once we're doing a photo shoot and I'm able, I have full access to this car, you know, and that's, I, I miss that shit when I go to cars and coffee and things like that. Like I'm exclusive to it and it just felt great, man. So the footage that I got, the B-roll that I got, I'm, I just, I probably overshot B-roll like I always do, but I wanted to make sure I got everything, especially being in that setting because it's not like we could just take it from here. You know, if Rick lived here, like, oh, you know what? We didn't get this shot. Let's go back to DC Ranch and shoot some more. No, I can't do that. So I had to make sure I got everything. And and so I did. So yeah, we finally ended up, ended the shoot. I did all the B-roll and everything by fucking one o'clock finally. And then um, I think Sabina then left, but I went down to go check it out, check out the booth and everything. And I, th I took a little video and then called it a night and went and grabbed some dinner I, again and i grabbed some this time i got the what was it i got the uh oh i got because i haven't tried eastern eastern <laughs> east east coast pizza so i want i had pizza and fried deviled eggs and this mexican lager at the same place oh my god it was so delicious had it been some of the best deviled eggs i've ever had and the pizza was absolutely fantastic and such a such a good night and then uh yeah and then went back to the hotel room and you know, downloaded the footage that I shot that day and, and then the prior night and then um, and then got get ready for Friday. And Friday was going to be hectic because I was going to do video, but I was going to try to do as much video as I can of Rick talking to people because we wanted to get their ex their expressions of their face when when, you know, we told them about the car and stuff like that. And it's really hard, though, because people kind of, you know, are sometimes uneasy around a camera and you don't want to sometimes bombard them. But I was kind of trying to do the best that I could. But it was very hard, especially because I would get I I'd like, oh, shit, they're doing reaction. They're, they're talking. And by the time I hit record, they'd be talking about something completely different. And so finally, I'd, I'd be like, OK, I don't need to record that. And they'd be like, oh, my God, it was fantastic. Thank you so much. So because it, and I try to hit record and I'd miss it. So half the time I'd miss that. Half the time I'm hitting record button when I thought I was stopping it and vice versa because sometimes that fucking camera. Sorry, my uh, levels went up there for a second on the audio. Um, but I think I got really good footage and that was going to be one of the busy days because that was the first day of the car show. And then Saturday was going to be actually the crazy day for the car show. But Friday... The turnout to the booth and all the people that came into the booth was better than I was I would have hoped. There were so many people interested in that car that were just blown away by it. It's not the demographic that we're looking for, unfortunately, because these this car is very very expensive and it's it's not the budget for these guys. Maybe for the total weekend qualifiers that could do this, but it was mainly for the exposure. It was good feedback to know what worked, what didn't. Uh, people saw the ad, which that was a good thing that it actually was working and doing something. Um, so that's helps a lot of data uh, coming back. Um, a lot of points that we were taking away, like what we maybe we need to modify in the ads, what we need to add, what we need to take away. Uh, different type of designs that we are uh, modified the, some of the designs to explain what this exo mod is and a few things so all in all um we didn't really come out with any orders which i'm very very bummed about i, I, re I really would have topped it off but on the other side of it it really was a great showing for us both fucking days it was absolutely busy non-stop i was talking to people i was you know, taking pictures, I was doing video, just a lot of stuff. So it was, it was great. It was fucking fantastic. And, um, I, it was such, such a great experience. I'm so glad, very proud to be a part of it. I was not tired. I, I just was wired. I, I just loved every bit of it. I'm very happy Rick brought me along and, you know, we just talked and, and I talked to them about everything, just been able to hone our skills down as well. These guys are Mopar enthusiasts, so it's nothing but Mopar. So these are the purest, and they will fucking tear everything and anything apart. 
And I got to tell you, hardly anybody, I didn't really hear anybody say anything bad about the vehicle. All they said is how fucking amazing this work was, how beautiful the car looked, and how amazed they were how these line worked. I mean, 100% carbon fiber and how everything came together. Absolutely blown away by it. It was fucking slammed. And it was great. And Saturday, exact same thing. Fucking slammed. I got... I think five or six hours of sleep that night for Saturday because I want to get there. I want to get up there at eight, eight o'clock and I did some video there, but I want to do a lot of photography then at that point. I'm like, oh shit, I haven't done a lot of photography of people talking stuff like that and of the car and so forth. So I did that and it was, it was crazy busy again. It was just an amazing time. Really, really good stuff. Um, and just just got a lot of st- a lot of feedback, a lot a lot of data, a lot of data that we're going to be able to use for the upcoming and future shows and and ads and and advertisements and and everything, you know. So it's going to be great. And in the end, we had to. It did rain for a little bit for a second, but it wasn't bad. And it's not like here where people run away like it's fucking poison. And because it was cloudy, and you know, when people out here it's cloudy, it's almost like they think. Uh, they think that the world's coming to a fucking end or something like they forget what clouds look like. And that rain doesn't really hurt you, um, over there, not so much. And, uh, and then at the end of the show, the Mopar guys want to do a car show or a car, a car shoot. So they brought their photographer out and we drove out not too far, but drove out to a nice little spot and took some photos there but i took i took some photos as well and took some video i got to finally ride in the car for the first time i was so fucking stoked it was dope as shit man i was in there it was it was great the fucking power in that thing is ridiculous 800 plus horsepower on a 3900 pound car all carbon fiber it it was it was fucking incredible man It, it if you love cars and if you're like you're a dude and you love cars, you'll you'd appreciate that more than anything. And it was just amazing and to be able to shoot there. And and I actually made a great contact there, a guy that works for a, a Mopar magazine that actually is, I don't know if he's the editor in chief or something, and wants to have a photographer out here in Arizona. And he asked if I could be his photographer when he comes up, be his contact out here. And um and I said, yes, of course. So, um, you know, I never check anything off until it's there, but very, very excited about that. And, and Rick hit me up when I got back and said, yeah, man, he, uh, he's, I told him he'd be blessed to work with you. <laughs> I mean, he's too kind. Rick's too kind. Talk to me like I'm a natural salesman and, and how much I helped him and how much I've done for him. And, and he was just too too nice, too, too kind of words. He's like, you know, he thinks I'm a workhorse. Hey, man, I just do what I got to do because I'm a professional and I love it. I love what I'm doing and I love cars. I I, I swear to God, on my way, on my way to to the the hotel from the Philly airport, I'm driving, looking at all this greenery, listening to music, getting ready to shoot a fucking car that I love and. And this and that. And I'm driving, I go on, for the first time I go, holy shit, I can't believe I'm getting paid for this. I can't believe I'm getting fucking paid for this. Like, it was just so fucking wonderful, man. I, when I when you hear comedians and everything, think that you're like, yeah, damn, somebody couldn't come and be like, okay, you're a fraud. I can understand that a tiny bit. Uh, and yeah, and so we got that done and fuck, we didn't get out of there till eight o'clock and then Rick came down at the hotel. And anyways, I didn't get to bed till fucking two. And but it was good, man. I then I was able to finally get my grilled cheese, my adult grilled cheese is what they called it for dinner. I forget what it all has in there. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. I, I um, let me see. I, I'm going to see if I can do a quick. Um, a quick search on this. Yeah, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. OK, here it is. So it's an adult grilled cheese. That's uh, on sourdough. This has pulled roast beef, frizzled onions, mozzarella, and provolone cheese with Swiss cheese and roasted garlic aioli with a side of au jus. I was looking forward to it all day to eat that motherfucker. That was on Friday. And it was as good as it sounded. It was, it was superb. Superb. 
And the next day I had my shrimp because I want I want to have fresh seafood because they do have really fresh seafood there. I had my fried shrimp and fries. It was amazing. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, it was great. So I didn't get bed till like two o'clock. I did sleep in a little bit. I probably should have slept in a little bit less, but I did. I figured I had plenty of time to get to the airport, which I did. Still 102 miles out, so it was an hour and like 40-something minutes. I figured, okay, by the time I get there, it's going to be an hour left before the flight leaves, right? So I'm good. I just rent, dropped the fucking rental car off. I'm off. I filled it up with gas before I left, and I figured I'll top it off once I get to Philly or near Philly. And it's not that easy because I could have the turnpike. Like, I don't know. So finally, I was like, well, I'll just, if I don't get to, get to a gas station, once I get to the rental, rental car place, I'll just say, hey, nearest gas station, there should be one right around the corner. Because, of course, there wasn't fucking one on the way there, anywhere that close. And finally, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to spend too much time, but I saw one. It was not too far away. I think it was like two or three miles away. So I'm like, cool. So it's going to add 12 minutes to you. So it was actually a little bit over an hour. So the 12 minutes and everything would give me one hour almost exactly. I'm like, okay. Didn't take long for fill up because it was only like a few gallons. I drive back to the airport, to the budget rental place. I park the car, get my shit. And they're like, yeah, you're good to go. Wait for the shuttle. And, you know, it's only Philly. It's only one of the busiest airports I'm sure there are. Sixth largest city in the nation. And the shuttle uh, takes 25 fucking minutes to get there. And then about another five to 10 minutes to leave. You can imagine I am fucking stressed out, man. I'm thinking plane's leaving in a fucking hour. Like, I got to be on that bitch. It's 135. Plane is fucking taking off. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, it's 1230, 1235, 1240. I'm texting, you know, because uh, my friend's going to come. She's going to come pick me up. I'm like, I might miss a fucking flight. She's like, don't worry. Don't worry. You'll be all right. I'm like, they're still not here. 1245, still not here. 1250, still not here. I was like, this is not good. I was fucking starting to panic. Finally, I go in. I'm like, how can, can I walk? Can I walk to the airport? Like, yeah, if you walk through the hotel, this and that, you should be there. I'm like, okay. Right through the, right through the hotel? Yeah, okay. Because it's across the street. You got to cross some shit. You know, it's it's just like cross the street uh, of of this of that place. And then you got to, you can go through the hotel or go through this under path, overpass area, all this shit. And finally get to the airport. I'm like, I'm fucking going. And I get out and the guy, I was, I, I'm getting ready to go. I, I grab my fucking suitcases, my luggage, and I'm fucking rolling that way. And he's like, oh, shuttle's coming. I'm like, oh, shit, thank God. Thank God. I'm like, okay, well, I might as well stop now. I might as well wait. He finally pulls around. First, they got to get everybody off of there, get all the fucking luggage off of there. Finally, then we all get on there. And then the guy's like, okay, I'll be back with you in a minute, folks. I think he had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, fuck, man. Every goddamn minute counts. And then this these old this old couple, um, she's talking about something. I don't know. She left something in the car, some bullshit. And he's like, you want me to go get it? He's like, she's like, no, it's okay. I'll go get it. This motherfucker can barely run. And he has to go get off the fucking shuttle so he can go get this whatever shit was. Um, probably lipstick or balm or some shit. And... Then the guy finally comes back and the dude's not back yet. Every minute, I want to fucking choke people out at this point. And finally, we get there. Finally, we get to the fucking my departure. You you know, mine was the second stop. It was A and then, uh, or E and then A. And finally, I get there. Oh, no, B. Sorry, I get there. I fucking go to the line and it, uh, go to the, to the check bag spot. And the line is, there's a line. I'm like, fuck. And I'm texting, I'm like, there's a line. I finally, finally get there. I pull up, I'm like, I got to check. I'm very tight. Plane is, like, you know, going to Phoenix. The 135, yeah, she goes, yeah, sorry, you can't check anymore. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, it's already boarded. I was like, she goes, I can put you on the 351. And I'm thinking, fuck me, man. That's two and a half hours. And she goes, yeah, I'll check it, but it, it has to be the 351. I didn't ask any other questions because I don't know how that works. 
You know, like, hey, is it nonstop? Is it, you know, this and that? And I don't, I just don't know how it works. Missed, I, I hear horror stories about missed planes where maybe there's not another one till the next day. You know, luckily it's a busy airport, so it's different. But nonetheless, you also have things like, you know, uh, I guess if there's a uh, a one stop, you know, um, in and not and not a and not a non nonstop, you know, all sorts of shit. And it, you know, am I gonna be able to fit on there? All that type of stuff. And so I was like, I was furious, absolutely furious. I know in the end it's my fault, and that's why one reason I was furious. It's my fault that I should have been able to get there earlier. I tried, but the other part I was furious is why the fuck are you running a shuttle pretty much one every half hour to the rental car place from the airport when you can see two other shuttles just fucking sitting there like what what what's going on here i was out of my fucking mind so mad i was so mad that i sat at the airport for two and a half hours and did not get a beer if you know me i means i was fucking infuriated I'm trying to find shit to do. I don't even have my laptop to work on shit. Everything. I was fucking out of my mind. I finally, you know, I finally calmed down. Anyways, I missed the fucking plane. But finally, the two and a half hours go by. And the place is busy. But luckily, there was another airline leaving elsewhere. But this fucking plane was full. And that group one boarding, finally, I was like, okay. And then... Uh, and then that was it. And I'm like, what's going on? So I finally walk over there. Well, they're finally boarding everybody, but I didn't know what had happened. It was on time for a minute. Finally get on board. My fucking battery is 50% because the charger that I was at hardly works. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have my bag with me. I'll just take my, take my charger out, my, my backpack. I get on the fucking plane finally. And, you know, one of the last ones... <clears throat> And it's uh, it's it's like 21B. I go in there, I realize I'm the middle seat. Oh, shit. That's not good. So therefore, I have to put my bag, my backpack, and my case in the overhead. And the backpack, I had to put somewhere else because there wasn't any room where I had the case. And then I have to sit in the fucking middle. Oh, shit, man. Uh, and then my and and now my fucking like I sit down and luckily the the lady to my left is a little smaller and the guy to my right's more of a skinnier guy, so I got a little bit of room at least for the most part not a lot but some, and finally I can get on the phone but I can't do shit because I can't do anything at this point I go I guess at this point I'll just try to watch something, well my phone's fucking dying that's fifty percent and I don't have the charger. And the dude next to me is kind of sleeping forward onto the chair with his backpack uh, against the seat of his butt backpack up there. And um, and so I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to disturb him. You know, I feel bad for shit like that. But as it's going, it's like less than 20 percent. I'm watching a movie and I'm and I finally decided to myself, you know what? There's people fucking going to the I've never seen so many people go in the bathroom. I don't see that many people go to the bathroom in bars, let alone this fucking plane. It was insane. And finally, I go, you know what? I see people reaching up and grabbing their shit from the overhead. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. At this point, I'm not going to fucking stay here and do nothing. I'm just going to get up and grab my fucking charger. The hell with it. Especially when it said like less than 10%. And I go, how much flight do I have time do I have? And it's like two hours and 39 minutes. I'm like, yeah, that shit ain't happening. So I tapped a dude on the side. I said, hey, man, uh, can I get up? I got to get my charger. And he's like, oh, you just need a charger? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want to use mine? I'm like, fuck, can I, man? He's like, yeah. So he just unplugged his phone and when I plugged into mine and I was fucking gold, bro. I was gold. And uh, and yeah, and so I watched actually a couple of good movies. It actually felt good to enjoy, I guess you want to call it downtime because I never get to do that. And um, it felt great, man. I was uh, I was excited about it. And I said, I was, I was just felt good. I'm like, holy shit, this guy actually let me do that. And after that, everything just went so much more smooth and you know, it's just the mind, the mind has a lot to do with it. And it really helped me. So ended up going really well. And um, after that, I got to watch uh, one really good movie and a little bit of another one that I'm still watching now. And because I, 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 listen, I remember, remember, 
I love film and that's why I watch it, but it's hard when I want to be doing something productive. But at the same time, I study that type of shit. That's why I film the way I film because I watch that type of stuff. So I got to remember that that's still something that I'm taking in. It's just it's hard for me sometimes, you know, but yeah, I was, a I was able to do that. I, well, I forgot to tell you that we got on the plane when it was seat B or whatever, it took forever to take off. So the plane, even though it was on time forever, actually ended up being delayed. So if the first plane would have happened like that, I wouldn't have had a problem. I would have been on there. But hey, I can't go back to that. Listen, um, it sucked. Yeah, it was about 30 or 40, 30, 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes before we finally took off. It was supposed to take off at 3.51. I think we took off finally at uh, 4.30 or something. And, uh, but yeah, ended up going well and landed. And, you know, as my buddy said, when I told him, he goes, Hey man, missing a flight sucks. I've done it. But you got on, on the next flight, it was two and a half hours. Yeah, that sucks, dude. And it does, but you got on the next flight. He goes, was it nonstop? I said, yeah, it was nonstop, dude. He goes, listen, man, at least you were able to get on the next flight. You didn't have to wait there for another four or five hours. Then it was at least a nonstop because you imagine you have to do a layover in Houston for another three or four hours. Maybe you have to get a hotel because they're not flying out till later. It could have fucking just got bad, bro. He's like, it could have been bad. So to me, man, yeah, you, you missed your plane and you had to wait for two and a half hours. But listen, you got on the next plane and you got on a nonstop flight. That's a win for you, man. It's a win for you. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. And he was and he is right. I made it home. Yes, it was a little later. I had a, you know, I had a busy, busy day the next day, but it turned out to be great. It turned out to be a fucking great experience. I was glad to be home. I can't say that I didn't miss that place over there a little bit. I actually did, but it's great to be home, to sleep in my own bed. And I didn't really get to rest as much as I wanted to, but I did rest a little bit uh, that day, tiny bit. Yesterday I rested somewhat, and today I'm not resting that much either but I do want to take a little bit of a night off. I think maybe Thursday will be that night because we have a party at the, uh, that I'm going to. Um, but all in all, it was fucking great, man. I had a great time. And all I could say is look out for the photos in the, in the video coming in the next, there'll be, there'll be photos and videos coming in the next three weeks. And it should be great. It should be fun. I, I hope I have all my good shit. I hope all my shit together. Well, I hope I have all my, uh, I hope all my shots are good. Or I don't know where I'm fucking saying what I'm talking. I hope everything turns out to be great. Because all I want to do is a great job. And I hope Rick is happy with it. And I just want Rick to be happy with it. You know, it's, I just hope that I do a good job. That's it. I hope that I do a really good fucking job. I put some really good shit together. So keep a lookout for some photos and video on my social media on IG, which is, of course, Jose Meza underscore creator and bodybuilding photographer. Also, again, on my YouTube channel, the Jose Meza, the degenerate. And, um, well, I don't know, website, but those are the main the main go to's. And keep a lookout for that. And I will keep you guys updated on the next place I go to. Definitely going to SEMA, but might be going to someplace before that. We'll see. Um, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. And now I have a lot more work to do. So <laughs> I went way long. This is definitely going to be a two-parter. Anyways. Oh, really quick. I know this is part one and the Philly part's going to be part two. Sorry, guys. And that next episode after that, I finally got a letter from Brad. Whew. But that won't be till about three episodes from now. Ooh, two? Yeah, sorry. Anyways, keep a lookout for that. And I'm signing off because I, I got some shit to do and I got a, got a couple calls to make. So um, thanks again, you guys, for stopping by, taking time to uh, listen and... And being here, uh, I appreciate the support. I appreciate everything that you do for me, for taking a listen to me, for subscribing to my stuff, and just for supporting me all the time. Thank you for um, just putting up with my shit, I guess, in a way, right? I hope you guys enjoyed this these last few episodes. They've been, I know, a long time coming. I owe them to you. And remember, 
Brad's letter of update is coming soon. That'll be fun. It looked, it felt a little thin, but at least it's something. I can't complain. So I'm glad to hear something from him because it's been too long and I was getting a little worried. So till then, you guys take care of yourselves out there. Stay out of this fucking heat because it's nasty out there. And I will talk at you guys later. Peace. That's a fucking wrap.